Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. I'm right here in Madrid on my way back to Medellin from Dubai. Wanted to go over this story with you guys. The central planners are trying to push rent control. Now, you guys know from watching my videos, I've talked about price controls for, well, pretty much since I started the channel. <laughs> this channel in 2021 and the other channel in 2019, I think the 2020s will be a decade of uh, overall inflation with disinflation, potentially deflation based on, you know, if we have black swan events or another financial crisis, something like that. Or uh, uh, it doesn't have to be a financial crisis. It could be an economic crisis as well. Um, it, but I also think it'll, the, the, the decade will be highlighted by uh, a push towards rent controls, universal basic income, and lower interest rates. I think the path of least resistance for the politicians is to, uh, you know, we have this dis disinflationary wave that we're in right now, and they think they've got inflation under control, that then, of course, they go through more deficit spending or more things that distort the economy to a point where we see another wave of inflation like we saw in the 1940s and 1970s. And then they try to raise interest rates and unemployment skyrockets. So then you get a push from people like Elizabeth Warren, who we'll talk about in just a moment, saying that, well, we can't increase interest rates, the Fed, because that increases the unemployment rate that's going to impact the poor and middle class. So then the other politicians push back and say, okay, well, we've, we've got to do this or else we're going to get consumer price inflation. And that's just as bad, if not worse, for the poor and middle class. So then I think the, the War, Elizabeth Warren types are going to come back and say, no, 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 no. We've got the solution for this. We've got the solution. We simply keep interest rates low. We send out UBI so people can afford the, the new high watermark for consumer prices. And inflation won't be a problem because we'll just go ahead and start price controls. So we'll, we'll make it illegal to raise prices. So win, 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 right? Interest rates low, people getting quote unquote free money and no problem with inflation because we've made inflation effectively illegal. I think that's the obvious path for politicians, for central planners and authoritarians moving into this entire decade. Will it happen tomorrow? No. Uh, will it happen in a year or two? No. But I think if we look, you know, five years, like now we're getting into some probabilities uh, that may be, you know, worth thinking about for sure. So let's get into this article. This was from Politico and uh, right here, the headline, White House prepares new tenant protections, alarming housing industry. Democrats want the administration to enact new restrictions on rent hikes i.e. rent control, <laughs> and punish landlords they accuse of price gouging. So you can imagine them setting up a, a rent control task force or something like that to make sure that these greedy capitalists that, of course, are the root problem or the, the root cause of all of our problems. And uh, I'm sure they're going to blame the increase in rents strictly on just greed, right? Like if it wasn't for greed, rents would never go up in the first place. They go on to say, with a possible recession looming, the Biden administration will be looking for ways to provide relief to cash-strapped Americans suffering from higher 
cost of living. I mean, even just reading these two things, you can see how just the natural progression is to go to uh, low interest rates because Elizabeth Warren keeps tweeting over and over and over again on why the Fed can't raise rates because it'll increase the unemployment rate and that disproportionately affects the poor and middle class. I think she, I think they even highlight one of those tweets in this article, if I'm not mistaken. But you guys, I'm sure, have seen her do that in the news or talk about that in the news. So, again, I think the natural progression is, okay, well, sure, it may cause inflation if we keep interest rates too low. But we've got this thing that's worked well in the 1940s. That's what the central planners say. Whenever you push back and say, well, the rent control and price controls are a bad idea. We tried that in the 1970s. They'll always come back with, oh, 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 yeah, but that see, that was the bad type of rent controls. What we need are the good type of rent controls like we had in the 1940s. The rent controls that produced 19.5% CPI in 1947. <laughs> you know, they just completely omit that, of course. But again, it, it's not a, a stretch to assume that the next argument from the Bernie Sanders types or the AOCs or the Elizabeth Warrens, it's going to be low interest rates, price controls, and UBI. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So White House is preparing to roll out new measures as soon as next month to protect tenants. <laughs> to protect tenants. Oh, geez. Isn't that ironic? Because this is just another one of those government programs where the result is the opposite of the stated intention. We're here to protect tenants. Well, who's going to get screwed as a result of rent controls? Tenants. The actions which will come even as rents have started to fall around the country. Okay, then why do we need rent control? Could include promoting grace periods for late rents and the right to counsel for tenants facing eviction, among other steps advocates say. So as someone who's been in the real estate game before, uh, this is simple. I'm out. Or I'm just going to provide housing in a market that is more landlord friendly. But if this is national, then what that means is if I'm going to stay in the real estate game, I'm going to have to compensate in other areas for my additional time and my additional cost for all of these laws that are more, let's say, landlord friendly, at least at surface level. And how I'm going to do that? 
I'm either, if I can't raise rents, I'm just going to decrease the amount of money that goes into maintenance. I mean, when someone wants a new hot water heater, eh, not going to get it. And what's going to happen is the rent controls are going to reduce supply. So there's going to be epic demand for your property, even though you can't raise the rents. So what are you going to do? You're just going to let the property deteriorate because, you know, what do you care? There's a line of people that want this at an artificially low price. So again, who ends up getting the short end of the stick? The tenant. The housing industry already facing declining market. Oh, and another thing that I think we should be thinking about from a standpoint of overall housing prices, because I think that's one of the big questions that people have when they think about rent controls. How is this going to affect my the price of my house? You might not be a real estate investor, but you own a home. You're an owner-occupant, let's say. So you're trying to think and maybe connect the dots and say, wait a minute here. Is this something that's going to impact me? And the answer is it very well could. How? Because we know a lot of the housing stock right now is owned by real estate investors. Also, giant pools of money, private equity funds. And if you layer over another round of bureaucracy, or, or if you increase the hassle of owning portfolios of rental properties, then what are you going to do? You're going to sell them. Uh, you know, why should you deal with tenants, toilets, and Elizabeth Warren for a 5% yield when you can get a 4.5% yield on a short-term T-bill? Doesn't make any sense. And you say, oh, well, George, well, real estate's a hedge against inflation. No, no, no. Especially if you have the view that real estate prices are coming down and will come down in the future. If nominal prices are going to come down in the future, if that's your view, then by definition, that real estate is not a hedge against inflation. You see? So you can put yourself in the position of one of these fund managers that believe that's sitting there looking at the yield curve and saying, holy cow, there's going to be some downward pressure on overall real estate prices. Plus, right now I'm only making 5% dealing with tenants and toilets. And now that's most likely going to go down because I've got these crazy politicians that are trying to push this stupid rent control narrative. So I'm going to sell my portfolio. That puts downward pressure on housing prices because the price for the overall housing market is set at the margin. The industry is bracing for pretty intense regulation. Jerry Howard, CEO of National Association of Home Builders, whose members include landlords. They need to be very cautious about what they're doing, said Howard. You know, he's talking about the central planners, who was one of the handful of industry representatives at a November White House meeting on tenant protections. There's a real chance of creating a problem that doesn't exist. I'm sure he's going to be demonized, but I mean, he's he's speaking the truth right there. Democratic lawmakers, including Elizabeth Warren, are leaning on the administration to go big. Is that what we're calling it? By curbing rent increases at millions of units in properties with government-backed mortgages. So basically, that's how they, they get around the fact that this is no way constitutional <laughs> or i'm not a constitutional lawyer but my guess is there's no way that would be constitutional so they're going to pull that same rabbit out of the hat that they pulled in 2020 by saying well if you've got a government-backed mortgage then here's what you have to do remember when they put the moratorium on evictions you know the, the same logic is probably what they'll use if they roll out these rent controls at a federal level now, they do say that this is a long shot in the White House, and uh, it's something they're not seriously considering, but okay, 
I mean, maybe it's not something they're seriously considering now, but I think this will gain more and more and more momentum. It's just like central bank digital currencies. Remember that? I mean, even back in 2020, the central planners were saying, oh, okay, tinfoil hatter. Okay, Alex Jones. We're not considering central bank digital currencies. What are you talking about? Right. Misinformation alert. Then in 2021, they start talking about it a little bit more, a little bit more in the open. And now they're like, yeah, it's the obvious choice. I think in my opinion, my base case is they do the exact same thing with rent control and the other things that I listed at the beginning of this video. All right, guys, one thing I want to remind you of is Rebel Capitalist Live, and I haven't talked about it in a while, but we've got some new speakers that have confirmed that we've added to the list. Uh, one, well, I'm excited about all of them, but Mike Maloney, I just talked to him the other day via email, and he said that he'd love to go. So my assistant is in the process of booking his travel. So we're super excited to have Mike. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge fan. And uh, we have not yet had him at a Rebel Capitalist Live. So this is super, super exciting. Um, obviously, everyone's stoked to have Lynn Alden there. Not only Lynn Alden, but Lynn Alden with Chris McIntosh, I might add, who are my two partners on Rebel Capitalist Pro. And they've actually never met face to face. So they're both really excited about meeting each other. And then we're going to have my good buddy, Robert Barnes here. Everyone loves him. Talking about real estate. We're going to have Kenny McElroy, Hartman, and Robert Helms. And I've got three or so others confirmed or tentatively kind of, uh, I, I would say they're confirmed, but we just haven't set up their schedule yet and you know, kind of what day they're flying in. And I just kind of want to make sure that it's solidified before I go ahead and post it on the website. But uh, yeah, if you haven't got your tickets to Rebel Capitals Live, Definitely do that ASAP because the price goes up closer we get to the event. And the event is May 12th through the 14th in Orlando. So this is not an event you're going to want to miss. Uh, th th this is something that's just going to be absolutely amazing. So definitely get your tickets at rebelcapitalistlive.com ASAP. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.